Welcome, listeners, to What Are You Craving, a podcast between friends about food and connection. I'm Sarah, an ACE-certified personal trainer and certified health coach, mom of three, and lover of most foods. And I'm Angie, a licensed clinical social worker and doctor of counseling psychology, mom of two, keto eater, and lactose intolerant. So hold on to your butts, and let's do this thing. I have so much stuff to ask you about on the pod. Yeah, well, I started recording because I feel like we just miss so much good stuff when we linger oh. <laughs> on without recording. I think you're right. Yeah, okay. I have, well, first of all, um, oh, you already told me what you're eating. I was going to say, what are you eating? But I already know. Well, what are you My eating? My brain is running really slowly. What are you eating right now? I'm having a Buy Bubbles, and I've never had it in Bogota blackberry lime before but that's what i'm having um the health coach i'm working with has got me eating more plant-based like well and when i say more plant-based i mean i'm just eating all vegetables and fruits um which is fine for a minute (laughs) i'm gonna do that for five days but um i mean maybe that's why i can't freaking stay awake oh my gosh Hmm. I don't know, but I've been sleeping a lot and not having any energy. So, um, okay, so I have a question about what are your thoughts on colonics? Mm, I don't know. I've heard mixed things about them. I've heard it's great. Clean yourself out. Start a start a new colon. <laughs> But then I've heard the reverse where it's like you run the risk of getting microscopic perforations in there and then I'm getting infected from. Oh, I haven't heard that. That sounds way worse than the bad parts I was hearing about. And that, you know, it's it's unnatural to do that and you should so I don't know I'm on the fence that's how I am too it's like every time I every time it like comes up that I'm like maybe that's what I need to do maybe that'd be a good flush out and then I can just take probiotics and sort of start anew but then I read stuff that says like well it will strip out all your bacteria but if you feel like you don't have enough good bacteria anyway flush out the crap and just take probiotics literally but, um, flush out the crap like literally flush all the crap out um but i but then when you read about what it is it sounds terrifying <laughs> and very unpleasant and it just seems like so many things could go wrong right like somebody could i didn't hear about the tears but the tears sound awful <laughs> the tears sound uh just very bad um yikes um the other thing i'm trying to decide is i want to take a heavy metals test and i'm trying to decide if i should take a blood test which will test for arsenic lead and mercury or if i do an everly well urine test it will Mm. test for arsenic mercury um and like six other metals but it doesn't test for lead doesn't that kind of seem great maybe because you can't find lead in your urine how long does your urine hang on to your heavy metals? I don't know. Maybe maybe that's why I should get the blood one. <laughs> but also, are you concerned about lead? Have you been gnawing on your walls or anything? Well, no, but we have a really old house. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a water filter, but, I mean, who knows how much that's filtering out. Yeah. I drink a ton of water at home um, and cook with it and all that, but... Um, yeah, it's true. I guess I'm not really high risk for lead, but it's like, do I need to know what the other things are? I don't know. Is there a, does lead go through the pipes? Yeah. So you can get lead in your water source. That's Mm. what happened in Flint. So like, remember how there was that huge epidemic? Was that the, the, um, pipes were coated with lead Oh, and they knew that disrupting them, I, I'm probably getting a lot of the minutia incorrect, but my overview understanding of it was that they knew when they did construction on some of those pipes 
that disrupting it would loosen the lead and put it into the water system. Mm. And so what they should have done is replaced the whole system, which is extremely costly. And so knowing that's why there was like legal problems with those people, because they were like, we, I mean, we have on record that you, you knew that this was going to be a humongous problem. Um, And I still don't think their water is right in Flint, which is so so sad and such a social injustice because it's like people, you know, it's like if this happened to somebody like you or me, we would have the means to say like, I'm going to move away. Like I'm going to move someplace where I can drink clean water. And -hmm. there are a lot of people that live in Flint and surrounding areas that have no means to pack up and move and they don't have all their family they can go stay with. And it's like, so then your option is to live without clean water. Like what country do we live in? Well, also if it was to happen in especially my neighborhood, it would have been fixed like that. Well, also, not only would it be fixed, but it probably wouldn't have happened from the onset. Right. Because the person who was probably an elected official of your community probably also lives in your community. Yeah. And is like, uh, I can't poison all these people with lead. (laughs) I will say, though, the elected officials in my area are making very poor choices on how they are using the land and not thinking about the residents' um, well-being. But... Not to the extent of poisoning us in our water. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not yet. Perhaps all of the construction that they're allowing to come in may do that. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but when you think about, like, the power that... So, like, the people in your community are kicking up a fuss about the things that they don't... You know what I mean? Like, you're really involved in, I don't want this to happen with this area of land or whatever. This is going to impact us in these ways. And... um that's more difficult for like somebody if they were like a single parent working two jobs that's not on your radar <laughs> like you're not gonna be going to town hall meetings right I mean some people do and god bless them I don't know how they fit it in but it's like I I mean sometimes I hear about all the stuff that you do and I'm like I don't I don't know how she does all of that because I just wouldn't have the capacity to go door to door or to like go to a town hall meeting or I mean I can barely wash my clothes (laughs) so I'm not um like advocating for community-wide needs right now (laughs) well it's interesting it's really interesting that you just presented your response in that way because I've been wanting to talk about this and we didn't pick a topic so I'm just going to pick it for us and um because it is kind of um on point with what's going on in my life, which we, I don't feel like we've really talked in a while and so much yeah. has changed, but well, not changed, but anyways, working parent or working mom specifically versus stay at home mom roles with your family, with your children, how they uh. differ. Cause you have always been a working mom, mm-hmm. sometimes working multiple jobs mm-hmm. and since my oldest was 10 months old outside of a couple stints here and there. I've always been a stay-at-home mom. And it's funny how we still really connect. And I think that's because we had a, a solid friendship before because I don't have like any other really, I have a couple other working mom friends. But for the most part, and I'd imagine you don't have a ton of stay-at-home mom friends. Just, I mean. No, see, this is crazy. Most of my friends that I know, I don't know very many full-time working moms at all, which like is kind of crazy when you think about it. But I mean, I, I guess people with kids my age and like people with kids, like the age of your kids, they don't tend to have two working parents, which usually means that it's the mom that stays home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I have, I have some friends that work part-time for sure, but I mean, I could count on one hand how many I know that work full-time. Interesting. Yeah. And I guess that's like, how would you have met those moms anyways? You know, like I would imagine if you had other female friends, they'd be that are working would probably, you would have met them at work or something, you know, like I meet my mom friends either from my kids, friends, parents, or at a playground because I like picked them up. Like, you know, you're not at a playground in the middle of the day. So I'm like, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, 
Yeah, and it can be hard, too, because it's sometimes hard. Like, my social life is much more limited. Well, I guess that's not true. I'm just assuming that it is. But, like, when my – so I'm on a text thread right now with a bunch of girlfriends that are like, let's go do this thing. It's going to be an all-day Saturday thing. We're going to get a, you know, a bus and do this and do that and whatever. And I'm like – I mean, I'm going to have to, if me and my husband both go, we're going to have to pay probably $100 for an all-day sitter. And then it's going to cost us $60 a person to go on this party bus. And I haven't really spent any quality time with my kids all week. So I'm giving up a whole day, like, Mm -hmm. with my kids. And I haven't really seen my husband because now he's working all week. So I'm giving up a whole day because if we're with a whole bunch of people, it's not quite like spending quality time together. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to spend just a walk out the door, $400 probably, <laughs> and then get home and still feel like I haven't done the things I need to do on a Saturday. So it's like, yeah. I, I mean, like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to do that. Um So that can be hard for people to sort of like understand, particularly now that I'm working from home, because people are like, what are you talking about? You're with your kids all the time. And I'm like, that's not the same thing. Like, I have to ignore my kids all day while I'm working. So they're even more all up in my shit, you know, when it's like, okay, now it's now I'm not working anymore, you know. Um, So that that can be very frustrating. (laughs) Or, like, did you see somebody made a comment on my Facebook? And I feel like I kind of snapped at her and I was like, I mean, she was totally meant well and she didn't say anything inappropriate, but it totally struck a chord with me that um, I said something about hiring somebody to come in and clean. Cause I, I was like, I've, well, we've talked about this before. I felt like that would be just such a relief. And I, I threw out a question about it like, do you have somebody come or how much do you pay them or whatever? just to try and get like a feeler for how this works for like other families that use cleaning services. And, um, somebody I've known for a really long time who's so sweet. And again, very well intended said, what's wrong with just having a cleaning schedule and every day just clean for 30 (laughs) minutes. And I was like, do you honestly think I have 30 free minutes a day that that isn't already filled up with something like that would be great if I had 30 minutes, but I mean, then I've got to sacrifice exercise, cooking food, eating food. I mean, other things that I need to live. (laughs) So um, I was like, I I mean, I'm having to choose some days, not every day, but some days it's like, okay, do I, do I vacuum or do I have five minutes to jump in the shower? (laughs) It's like, just hire somebody to clean. But like her saying that was like, oh my gosh, people that are not living it don't it's hard for them to understand, I guess, that I'm not just too lazy to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's tough. Um, does your oldest have any jobs around the house that he takes care of? Yes, he does. He does. Um, he empties the dishwasher. He takes out the trash and the recycling. Um, he cleans his room and then... Um, what else does he do? He feeds the cat. Um, what else are part of his jobs? Has to do his homework with no whining, has to get in the, to do his own shower without whining. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. Those are good jobs. I should teach them to start vacuuming. Oh <laughs> but they can vacuum while I'm trying to work because I'm in meetings. You know? Yeah. My kids love to vacuum. Not very efficiently, but if it keeps them busy, that's a win-win. Yeah. Um, so how involved are you able to be with school activities pre-COVID when there was school activities? Oh, um, I mean, if it was something I was able to like plan a, like way in advance, like going to like a class party or something, I might do one of those a year, but, um, I mean, yeah, other than that, not, not really. Um, Booker's going to start doing the ASL club, so the sign language club at Ooh, school. Fun. Kind of fun. I I've, know. Isn't that fun? I've been wanting to get Maggie into that, so that might be fun if I am able to find something for her, and then they could quietly talk to each other the next time we're together. 
Yeah, that would be really cool. It's really cute because he's been asking about this since he was in kindergarten. He was like, I really want to do the sign language club. I really want to do the sign language. And I was like, it's only for third graders. And now he's in third grade. And I'm like, you've been waiting for this since kindergarten. So exciting. Yeah. I don't think we have a club like that. Um, You might have one at the library or they might have, um, well, I'm sure that they have options online, which is not quite as engaging, but. Yeah. Do you have, um, do you have any feelings about like not being, having a more active role in like on-site classroom activities? I wish like all things considered, if our family was able to, like, there are so many different factors that play into this, but it's like, if I could just carve out the perfect thing to do, I would ideally work part-time. And then that would just open up so much more, which there are certain times during the year where I'm able to be a lot more flexible than others. But, um, yeah, I don't feel like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I feel like I would do a couple events a year at school, but, um, I haven't felt like that was really lacking for me. I mean, do you feel like, are you really engaged in school activities? Um, yeah, I'm pretty engaged, and I um, I do go to, like, all of them that are available, and and I don't know how I would feel, like, oh, if I just couldn't go, if that just wasn't an option, you know, if I would care, or, you know, I don't know. Like, um, Keith is working from home, and sometimes he is able to go, but, like, like, he would have the time to go, but, I mean, it's not his thing. Like, he doesn't care. You know, Not that he doesn't care, but, you know, like, he doesn't feel like it's an important thing. So time lost or whatever. Yeah, it was like that when Tyler was staying home, too. It was, like, I'm like, oh, why aren't you signing up for everything? And it's just like, I don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Keith, sorry, Keith is at um, Target right now, and he just sent me a text that said, Thoughts with nothing else what is going on with your text messaging malfunction just in general it's probably a a picture that's waiting to like send well i mean he has an iphone too so i who knows what he's that's great anyways um yeah i um i don't know if i would be bummed out or not i do go to like everything but you know that i I'm like severely suffer from FOMO. So I think that that's part of it. I mean, if there's an invitation for something, I'm going to do everything possible to make it, to go where that invitation leads me. (laughs) That is very true about you. You are correct. (laughs) I mean, you could be like, hey, Sarah, I'd really love it if you could come sh- come shave my legs. And I'd be like, I mean, you need me. I mean, I'll make it work. <laughs> it might not be convenient, but I'll, I'll just make it work. Yeah. That's so funny because I do not have FOMO. <laughs> Whatever the opposite of FOMO is, be like, I'm not even sure if I really want to go, Mo. <laughs> That's what I have. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's something I'm excited for, sometimes we're like, oh. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> now, I will say, oftentimes, after I accept the invitation, and I am like, why? Or once I show up, I'm like, why in the world am I here? This is horrible. <laughs> why did I come here? But then I'm there, so then yeah. it's like I cross my fingers that one of my children will lose their shit so that I have to... You'll get kicked so out. sorry, I have to leave. <laughs> We were at um, a playground the other day with um, a couple of mom friends, and um, I'm assuming that no one will hear this, this person won't hear this, but there was a particularly overly chatty individual, and then the other mom, her baby just happened to throw up, and she was like, oh, I guess we have to go, and I was like you because I'm like I didn't hear any sounds coming out of that baby I didn't hear anything I'm like did you make your she's baby like a, she's probably got one of those barf thing that like, like goes up her sleeve so she just make the baby like look like it's throwing up well I mean <laughs> okay we're back in business here we are back in business but I do want on record that you described yourself as a chuckle factory, which is like the funniest term I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Sounds like you're from 1918. 
Keith constantly makes fun of me because he says that I'm just like an old lady because I you just, totally sometimes you say stuff that I'm like you full on sound like an old person <laughs> just because I love putting jello in soup okay yep exactly <laughs> exactly he's always like we shouldn't even pay for dental insurance for you you're gonna be so happy when all your teeth fall out <laughs> that all you need is soup that is really funny um so, okay, switching topics just a tiny bit. Yeah, I don't even um, remember what we were talking about. I, I, don't, I don't either. Um, but I have this makeup bag. Let me grab it. Um, I'm sure this is fascinating audio. But <laughs> I have been using this makeup bag for... 9,000 no, years. 9,000 years. I mean, no less than 15 years, for sure. It's got my name embroidered in it. It's really held up. It's got... I mean, I can... It's... I can take stuff out of it and, like, wash it and stuff, but it's a complete cluster F now, and it's starting to, like, the bag or the pockets of the inside are starting to rip, and I'm like, I need to get a new one, but it's kind of hard to find a makeup bag that has, like, handles like an old lady bingo bag. Why don't you just get an old lady bingo bag? You don't have to buy a makeup bag to put makeup in it. I know. Do you think that that will have, the like, pockets and stuff, though? Or maybe what I need of is something more. Of course, for them to put their daubers in. Also, I love going to bingo. So. How many daubers does somebody need at bingo? Don't you need one dauber? No, they have like a bunch and they need all their little tchotchkes that they set out. Oh my gosh, I want to go to bingo now. Oh my goodness. So this when I was really dating um, Greg, who um, you may, I think you met him. He lived in Virginia Oh, you were on the tail end of that when I first met you. Okay. So um, I was out there visiting and he, um, I wanted to go to bingo. And of course he's like, like any 20 something year old man was like, I'm not going to bingo. I'm like, let's go to bingo. We don't have to go to the bar all the time. So we go to bingo and he's like hating it the whole time. And then he won a thousand dollars. Oh my gosh, I think I've heard this story before. And That's he, funny. He was a very built man, military, and we were a tad bit terrified that the old women were going to take us out. Like, oh my gosh. Because we're these stupid kids that came in and just won all their money. <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness. So ridiculous. Um, That's I'm looking amazing. at this bag that you sent. Um, See how it's hard? I want a hard shell, like, Yeah, but look firm. how small it is. I know, but I barely wear any makeup. Why am I carrying around all this makeup with me? I don't know. So get it, and then if you don't like it, return it. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of work. If- it looks like it has, it says it has large capacity. This makeup bag, ha- this is what it says. <laughs> This makeup bag has enough space to storage your makeup and cosmetic accessories like lipstick, lip gloss, makeup, <laughs> airbrushes, shampoo, and so no. <laughs> That's what it says. Oh, man. So, well, hmm. Since we switched over to beauty topics, okay. I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm itching my head a lot because... You are. I um. I don't like. You're deep in thought. No, can you see the the dye is still coming off oh, of my head? That's right. I saw your post about that, but what happened? I it must know. have. Well, tell the story to the listeners of what happened. So I bought this ten dollar box of henna dye, and it was you know it lasts like a month. So I'm like, okay, not you know I I, I don't I'm not good at like. What's the word when you make a decision and you stick with it? Decisiveness? Follow through? Not follow through. Like, what do you do when you get married? You commit. I'm not good at commit. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. Okay. We got that. You're not good at committing. So I'm not good at committing. So I can't, like, I don't want to go and spend a bunch of money and then have to, like, say, oh, this is what I want, and then stick with it, and then go back and get it fixed up, like go into a salon. So I was like, I'll just get this $10 box. It's supposed to, It was called Fire, so it's supposed to be like really reddish. Oh, that could be fun for the summer, I'm thinking. That's my thought process. So I buy it. It sits on my counter for a long time because I read the instructions, and it says, leave it on for a minimum of one hour, up to yeah. eight hours, 
average times four hours. So I was like, well, when do I have enough time to have my head wrapped up in saran wrap to do this? So last night I was just like, I'm going to do it. So I took a shower. Eight o'clock, I put it on. 8.30-ish, I put it on. <laughs> my husband thought we had different plans for the night. And then I wrapped my head in saran wrap. And so he... <laughs> and then I said, side thing, I was like, oh... um, I was like, I've seen your search history. Woman wraps her head or woman head wrapped with saran wrap. And then I was like, wait, that would probably not be like a fantasy. That would be like a really concerning. Right. (laughs) But anyways, I digress. Um, So I wrap it up and then I go about my business, do other things. And I'm like, okay, I left it on for about two hours. And then it says, don't rinse off in the shower. Rinse off. It just says, don't rinse off in the shower. So I was like, oh, okay. So I do the dishes. So it stayed on for a little bit longer because then I had to do the dishes to get room in the sink. And I'm just rinsing oh, and right. rinsing yeah. and rinsing and rinsing. And it says to rinse it till rinse clear. I mean, I was doing it for what seemed like four and a half days. I don't know. It seemed like forever. It was like a full day process. Yeah. And it like, what, it never really rinsed clear. So then I was like, okay, I wrapped up in a towel and then you could see a little bit came off on the towel, but I was like, I'm going to bed. So I left it in the towel and then I took a shower this morning. I shampooed it three times. It feels like there's a wax on it. I mean, I even took a blow dryer to it and it's still, I mean, look at it. Oh yeah. And blow drying might make it worse if it's got a buildup. Yeah, I mean, it's like, look at this. The, the color is pretty, though, but what is going on with the... I mean, you can see that there is something off with my hair, correct? Yeah, but what is it? The top looks normal. Well, I spent the most time... I mean, it's not. It lo- I mean, I can feel it on my hands. It's still coming off. So, like, I can't really sit down. I can't... Did, did you wash it with really hot water? Yeah, I always burn my body when I... Okay. Um... And then I turned it down to see if, like, that would help. But, I mean, I can feel the product on my hands after I touch my hair. So, I can't lean up against any furniture. I put this on, so, like... Because I didn't care about it if it gets on there. Um... So, I mean, he's going, Keith went to get me some clarifying shampoo, like you suggested. So, I'm going to try that. But it's like, I have errands to run, but I don't really want to run around like It doesn't, I completely, I saw your post earlier and I completely forgot about it when I saw you. You can't tell by looking at you. I think if you, like, saw me, like, in real life, you would. Well, well, look at how other people, look at Exhibit B. (laughs) These are other people who are going out in public. Just because you look like that doesn't mean I should look like that when I go (laughs) Um, you're going to have a mask on. It's not going to matter. Wear a hat. But it itches. Like, I mean, I need to get this off of my... That is so odd. So when you look at the package, it must say something about silicone or parabens. I mean, it's a henna. Like, it was the cleanest, I mean, marketing lingo they had on there. So my sister-in-law does henna very regularly. She has great hair. And she usually um, puts it on puts a cap over it and sits under one of those. My mom has one of those 1960s, like you sit in it and the the hair dryer Mm -hmm. goes on you. So she, there must be something about drying it that helps, but her hair doesn't look like it has a waxy buildup. That's crazy. Did you look online to see if there were other reviews from people, other people that used it? No, but I thought I should leave a review. (laughs) Well, you should leave a review. Most certainly. But um, it just seems like, oh, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I don't either. I just hope he comes back soon because, well, one, I need to go furniture shopping. I can't go and like relax on a and furniture <laughs> if I'm going to oh, color yeah, behind. You, <laughs> you're right. You can't do that. I don't even want to um, get in my car, which I did get in my car this morning. I should look. I didn't even notice because I drove the kids to school. It doesn't look like it's rubbing off. I think that's the problem is that it's not coming off. No, but I mean, it's on my hand. It like, is? Yeah, it's very faint. Is it on your hands from having put it on? No, like if I rub my hands in there now, like it'll show up on my fingers more. And then I can, I mean, I, it washes off. I could just rub it away or it washes off. But I mean, it feels really yucky. Yeah. And this is why sounds- I don't 
do beauty. Because <laughs> it's inconvenient. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry it worked out that way for you. And ironically, if you had just gotten a regular box color, it would have been fine. <laughs> you would have been like, this only takes 10 minutes and it's no big deal. I know. Um, right. I, and the I, nice thing about the box ones, too, is that, like, if you get it semi-permanent, it just fades out. Right. I know. It doesn't grow out. It doesn't have to be maintained. I I mean, I could, I think maybe two times ever. I don't think I've ever had my hair dyed by a hairstylist, but I have had, like, highlights put in. Like, something that you shouldn't do yourself. But mm-hmm. um, highlights I found to be extremely obnoxious. You, They look terrible the second they grow out. You have to maintain them all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. It's, I don't understand why people would sign up for that. And I don't feel like they necessarily look that great that you should commit your whole life to doing them. (laughs) No. I noticed um, with Parker, my youngest, her hair has such a beautiful array of color in it. I, I was like, people would spend a gazillion dollars to get their hair like this. I when it was like real sunny out. We were at the playground and I just like saw all these colors going through and I was like, wow. Like it was uh-huh. like a rainbow in her hair. But not like rainbow, you know. But like just it's like multi-dimensional. Yeah. yeah. Larry's hair is like that too. It's got such natural, like distinctive highlights. Like it so I've had at least two people ask me if I highlighted her hair. <laughs> and I was like, that could you imagine what kind of person I would be if I made <laughs> four-year-old sit down and foil her hair and just bleach the shit out of it no i did not i didn't foil her hair no it's kind of crazy to think about but uh the things we don't do for beauty (laughs) yeah so funny Uh, so funny okay so again switching gears but also related to soap i guess (laughs) Are we talking about soap? Sure. That fells NAFTA stuff that you yeah. told me to get. I feel I used it on one of my sweatshirts that has a mystery stain on it, and I feel like it legit worked. Yeah, it's what my granny used to use. Yeah, and it's like a bar. It looks like a bar of soap, mm-hmm. and you just like scrub it on there. And I was like, I don't know if this is gonna work, but I I just looked at that sweatshirt and I was like, I feel like, and it was one of those probably a weird oil stain i'm constantly getting oil stains on my clothes because it's like i put essential oils on me twice a day Mm. and i try to put them in a different place so it's like i'll put them here and then i drip it all over and um or i'm like making something with coconut oil and it splatters all over me and that stuff does not come out in the washing machine it's very annoying and it's Um, always like right in the center it's never like yeah. hidden off to the side oh it's not like in my armpit or like near a see. pattern or something where it could no, be no, hidden no. it's just like it's always in the worst possible place and, and I, then people will be like oh you have a stain right there and i'm like no i know i just i otherwise would throw away all my clothes if i threw them away because i had a stain so i often pretend like it's the first time i ever said like oh my god oh oh wow and then just hope that I don't run into the same person the next time I wear it. Yeah, I kind of, like, I'm for telling people if they have something in their hair or on their face, but what would be the point in telling somebody that they have a stain on their shirt? (laughs) So they can be self-conscious about it? Like, were were you going to launder it for them real quick (laughs) or do, like, a a stain remover session? Like, why why tell somebody that, I guess? I'm even for telling somebody there's a hole in their shirt so that they can repair, like, you can repair it or move it or safety pin it or whatever, but it's like, if there's a stain on my shirt, there's a freaking stain on my shirt. I know. I have some nice exercise clothes that have, like, some sort of stain, like, right in the middle, and I'm like, I'm not... I'm not going to get rid of this just because it's still wearable. I still can wear it. Like Totally. Um... Yeah, totally. I am of the same mindset, most certainly. Um, I just hope that people don't don't notice. And if they do notice, I just hope they keep their freaking mouth shut about it, is all. <laughs> I want to be like, why are you looking at my clothes so much? <laughs> Yesterday, I, Parker and I were at Aldi. And we're walking around the store. And this woman kept like looking at us but not like oh I'm, I'm looking oh maybe I want to pick that up like what something that's in my cart like she was 
Right. Again, weird vibes. Like, looking at us. And I kept waiting for her to say something. Like, it was very clear that I saw that she's staring at us. Like, and I kept waiting for her to be like, do I know you from wherever? But she wasn't looking at us, like, in a nice, like, way. I don't know. It was so strange. And, I mean, I ran into her a couple different times in the store. And then at checkout. And she was... um. She was behind us at checkout, and she just kept, like, mean-mugging me the whole time. And, of course, I can only see her eyes because we had masks on. But then she um, – I didn't have any bags with me, so I took my stuff to my car, and then I was putting it in the bags in my car. And she must have bagged her stuff there. And then she pulled out – like, she got in her car. She pulled out, and she drove by us, and she was like – like That was so weird. It was so strange. And – I should probably go onto one of the mom boards and be like, somebody tried to um, oh, steal gosh. me and my daughter today because I'm, I can imagine that maybe this is how those stories start playing out. Um, but maybe you accidentally did something to her that you don't realize. Right. I mean, like I didn't recognize her. I mean, her, like maybe card. you accidentally bumped into her or you, yeah, but I mean, like, too close to her. I was took parked her parking space. Several. No, she was in the very first parking space. I actually had moved out of that parking space because I felt like my van was hanging over, and then she was parked in there with her van. I only know oh. this because I saw the van because I was like, oh, another van parked there. Maybe I would have been fine. And then when she drove by and was staring, <laughs> maybe at me, she just thought you were just so beautiful she couldn't take her eyes off you. I mean. And she, what was she, Ursula? She wanted to steal my beauty or something? Like, maybe I mean, she's like, if I stare at her hard enough, maybe I'll just absorb it. And I don't, <laughs> I, I have never received so many, like, such a disgusted look for such a long period of time. Like, I know people used to, people would say, oh, these people gave me dirty looks or said something to me when I was breastfeeding or when I was doing this or doing that. And I'm like, all of my years of doing that, like, I've never experienced it. And then this one time, and Parker's pretty adorable in the grocery store, and she was mm-hmm. being a very good helper. So I just, I don't know. It was so bizarre. Uh, that is know. bizarre. Maybe she, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't a mad face, though. I find that sometimes when I, when my brain completes the picture of somebody's face in my mind, if I see them pull down their mask, I'm like, that. That is not what I thought you looked like right. under there. Not at all. But don't and sometimes you... they'll look like 10 years younger or 10 yeah. years older. And I'm like, how? It's only your mouth and no, and bottom of your nose that I'm missing. How could I have gotten it so wrong? So I went in. Um, I was in some place the other day and I had my mask on. And I was sitting there and I was like chit-chatting with one of the workers. And she's like, oh, how long have you lived here? Because I obviously don't have an accent. So everybody always asks where I'm from, whatever. So I said, oh, I've been here four years. And they're like, oh, are you, did you come here to go to school? And I was like, oh. Um, and I mean, they could only see my eyes and my forehead, which I feel like is the oldest part of my face. So I was very like, I was like, oh, I, no, I, I, I graduated college in 2004, but thank you <laughs> so much. <laughs> it just like, I was just so like ecstatic that they thought, and cause they were young girls. It wasn't like she was 60 and like, oh, I mean, they yeah. were like in their twenties. So for them to think I was just one of them was really nice. Yeah. Well, young girls don't know how long four years is <laughs> or how short it is. <laughs> so they were like, Oh my gosh, four years. You were probably like 15 years younger four years ago. Right. <laughs> That's not a mocking of girls in general. That's just like when you're a certain age. I was like that too. I had no, no idea how old Mm -hmm. anybody was. Just like I started thinking about, um, uh, I took, when we were visiting Michigan, I took my kids to play at the playground of my old elementary school and the building has not changed. Like I looked in the windows, same chairs, same Mm -hmm. tables, same everything. Oh Some of the playground equipment is still the same. Like, it was wild. And um, I started thinking through my different teachers that I remembered. And I remember them all being old ladies. And as I'm thinking through it, I'm like, there's no possible way that that person could have been an old, quote-unquote, old lady when I was five. She was probably 31 years old. <laughs> like, which Are is they so- still teaching now? 
Um, no, but since then I've run into like old elementary school teachers that I'm like, I mean, according to my math, you'd be 117. (laughs) So clearly I missed the mark on how old you were, but they just seemed like they were all just old, the category of old. Right. And when I really think through it, I'm like, there's, I mean, I think all of them were under 40 for sure. (laughs) It's just so weird to think about. Well, when I was in school, all of my teachers were actually old because they they all retired shortly after I went through the grade. Like Samantha, my sister, who is four, she's four years younger than me, but five grades younger than me. She, I mean, every single teacher was new. Like, I don't think there were some I, administrative positions that had the same people because I did leave her a little bit of a legacy to hopefully not follow through to with. To deal with. Um, um Okay, but think about this. So teachers, particularly in Michigan, they tend to, like, the average age of retiring is, like, 52 as a teacher in Michigan. Particularly, like, in the 80s and 90s. So you're talking about even earlier. So, like, those people were, like... I was not in school earlier than the 80s, Angie. Slow down. Those people were only, um, only, like... 10 years older than we are now. Yeah. And I guess people did look like it look older in the eighties and nineties at like a, like 40 year olds in the eighties and nineties look older than 40 year olds look now. Oh my gosh. It's so funny that you're saying that because my dad, I'm going to pull this up and then screen share this picture. My dad sent me a picture of his mother's mother and she was in um, World War One. Uh oh, our beanbag that was left in the yard is blowing into the street. Um, <laughs> this woman, I'm going to show you a picture of this woman. You let me know how old do you think she is in this photo. Let me see if I can zoom in. Can I, oh, there we go. Um, seventy-two. <laughs> She's 29 years old. She's not. She's 29 years old. She has seven children. She went on to have 12 children. There you go. This person is 29 years old, but it's also 1917. So she was like halfway done with her life. (laughs) So that's like our equivalent of like 50. Well, she looks older than 50 even. Yeah. Isn't that bonkers? So crazy. He's like, she's 29. And I was like, even if you were off by like 10 years 50 years (laughs) just 20 he sent me that picture and I was like oh my gosh but there's so much I mean when I um used to work in really rural poor communities with a lot of intergenerational poverty and trauma the way that people age is different and um it has to do with your telomeres so your telomeres are um they're throughout your body and your brain right and they're impacted by um trauma and they're shortened by trauma so your aging system has to do with that how long your telomeres are which is why aging is so genetic you know like mm. and so but so genetic but can be cut short by trauma like stress just like cuts those down and it would be incredible because I would work with people that would come in and I would just have absolutely no idea how old or how young they were um because and people's lifestyles are all different too like what mm-hmm. kind of access to good food do you have do you have what kind of health literacy do you have about smoking or not smoking and drinking enough water and um washing your face I mean like it's just a whole slew of things that we just take for granted if you grow up with those things yes I've definitely been in like some different mom groups and I've they've had older children than me and so I'm like by the looks of their skin their appearance everything and the fact that they have older children I'm thinking oh they must be several years older than me and they've actually been several years younger than me and I'm just like yeah geez it is crazy I think there's something to be said about that too like the earlier you start having kids maybe just ages you differently do you think, because I, I feel like you should bounce back easier? Well, I don't know, because your reproductive system is tied to things like your skin and other aging 
markers. Like when you, so like if it's people that get total hysterectomies, they start menopause mm-hmm. right then. So right. like they, even if they weren't going to naturally go through menopause. So I wonder if like having a baby does something like that too. I was, so I heard somebody once describe menopause as, um, a second puberty. And actually it's like, well, I think maybe if you start child rearing that in itself is a, like a, a puberty time, like your whole body changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't always go back <laughs> like how it was, you know, there are just differences. Like people's hips are different. People's cervix is different. People's bladder is different. The urethra is different. Like, yeah. Even if you like all the way bounce back. Um, okay. Speaking of which, have you seen the Khloe Kardashian drama on Instagram? Mm-mm. Well, I've been like strangely interested in the Kardashian body type that happens because I'm like it seems unnatural like how did they achieve rock hard abs with hips that go out to here you know what I mean like I just don't understand it doesn't compute I'm like I don't know what kind of workout you would do where you only gain muscle in one area and that I don't know I'm just fascinated by it Uh like how did they do that um and there was a photo that was circulating of Khloe Kardashian and people like the media and just people in general have been very terrible to her, but it was like some unflattering photo and the family wanted to take it down and she, they were giving the family a hard time for taking it down. And she put up all these videos of her, like showing her body, like disrobed full video. And she's like, this is what my body looks like unretouched. And it is like, so phenomenal it looks like somebody sculpted her out of clay and it's like how I don't understand like how how could you possibly have have like abs of a bodybuilder but like I don't know it's very you'll have to look at it because you'll be like something something happened (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is interesting yeah it's very strange I mean, you are able to make a lot of things happen for your body if you have, and this obviously it has, you have to have drive and stuff, but if you have somebody that comes in and cooks your meals and tells you exactly how to exercise and you don't have the added stresses of maybe what us Mm, common folk have, like you do have more time to focus on that. But if everyone in their family kind of has that same thing, then, I mean, it just sounds like it's a hereditary. I mean, Courtney's kind Courtney, I think, has a different body shape. A normal, than, yeah, she has, like, a normal body. But she's um, very, very petite, so. Yeah, I don't know. It's very strange. And I know they wear waist trainers and stuff, so maybe that's part of, like, making that ratio of, like, waist to bottom half so different <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know um speaking of celebrities have you watched the hulu show little fires everywhere no i've heard good things about it though i don't know anything about it i think it was a book right? it was and i didn't realize that until i was looking to see if there was going to be a season two and then i learned it was a book and then i was like oh this not that i really have a ton of free time to sit and read a book. I wish I did. Get an audio book. I know. I don't, like, I can't do that. I can't, because I've been thinking, I'm like, oh, I should turn on a podcast or an audio book when I've been doing stuff. And I'm like, I literally, I can't focus on that many different things. Like, if I have that, like, I just can't do it. What about when you're exercising, though? Um, well, about that. Um, (laughs) No, so I, sometimes I do, but I do, like, to visually watch something, obviously not when I'm walking around, but I have noticed that, and I did get, I do have three pairs of headphones now, one corded and two um, okay. Bluetooth ones, Good. but um, I, I was on a little bit of a hiatus from the gym and wasn't going very often, but um, as of recently, I am going to a different gym because I'm going to audition to be a trainer there on Sunday. Ooh. So I've only gone to two classes um, and I'll go again tomorrow. But um, yeah, they're very, so, you know, it's a class. So obviously I'm not listening to anything there. Um, Yeah. 
but I, I'll tell you more about that later. But um, so, yeah, I might, I don't know. I'm like, oh, this is the opportunity seems so amazing. And they offer like, they'll train you and stuff so that, you know, you get hired and then you work with another trainer for like one to two months to really, oh wow to really understand like their product and how to teach their class. And I'm like, this sounds so amazing that like, what a perfect opportunity. Then I was like, we were really thinking about traveling a lot this summer. So like if I get a job that I'm at like a brick and mortar place that takes away from being able to just take off on a whim. So it does, but would it only be once a week? Well, so they said I'd get a minimum of four classes. And right now the, the most specific need is for like the five fifteen and six thirty class in the morning. So like, mm-hmm. that's great. I mean, I guess I was like, Oh, then I'll be home to get the kids to school. But by the time that happened, they wouldn't be in school anymore. But I'd still be able to be home by the time they get up and everything. So that would be mm-hmm. good. I wouldn't have to really miss out on time. And then I think, like, one Saturday a month I'd need to. And then you wouldn't have to go to the gym because you'd be working out. Well, they don't work out with the class. So. Oh, they don't do the moves with the class? I mean, though, like, they just show the move. And then they're walking around motivating and doing oh, stuff okay. like that. Yeah, so. Which was a big concern of mine because I'm like, I'm not in the best shape of my life right now. Like, I know the information, but, like, I mean, I wouldn't be the star person in the class if I was, like, having to instruct the class while also doing the exercise. So I was very happy to hear that, like, that wasn't what I was going to need to do. So I don't know. I mean, maybe I just won't get it and it won't even be a thing. Or, you know, maybe I do and then I have a decision to make. So Yeah. Um, yeah, and if you made a decision, it doesn't have to be a lifelong commitment since you don't like commitment. <laughs> it could just be, <laughs> I'm going to do this and see if I like it. Sure. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. There'd be no reason to try not try it out. Mm-hmm. So. All right, so Little Fires Everywhere. How did we oh, get yeah. from Little Fires Everywhere to, oh. Oh, audiobook, okay. working right. out. I'm not okay, working out. Okay, so back out. to Little Fires Everywhere. Yes. It's, it's, so I really love Reese Witherspoon. She's the star. It has a very, um, uh, what is the lies one that she was in before? Big Little Lies. Yeah. So it has. I loved that one. It has, so if you liked that, you'll really like this. It has a similar feel to it. It's all the same cast, isn't it? Isn't Nicole Kidman in it too? No. Carrie Washington is the other. Oh, okay. Sorry. And then it's, um, like teenagers for the most part. Um, Okay. Do you want me to tell you about it or? Let me watch it. Okay. And then we'll talk about it next Yeah, time. there's eight episodes and it's like, they're really good at like keeping you like, oh my God, I just got to watch one more. I just got to, so I finally I not... finished it so I wouldn't have to like stay up late anymore to watch anymore. So. Yeah, I have not watched TV. I'm normally really into TV, but I have not watched any TV in like probably three weeks just because it's like by the time I get the kids to bed I'm like already pretty much laying in bed myself so mm-hmm. I'm like I'm just gonna go to sleep I've been I'm not kidding I've been sleeping like 11 hours a night that's awesome and it's, well it's probably not though I probably <laughs> need to force myself to get out of bed at like eight or nine hours because I miss there's like a perfect pocket of time where if I get up in the morning and I mean I could have more time mm-hmm. in the morning before the kids get up that it's like okay I can clean up and I can you know do this or do that but I've gotta but I also really want to sleep I want to just go get in bed right now <laughs> yeah it was tough getting up but um Keith and I both had a hard time like getting to sleep last night because we're back on the furniture hunt again and so we were like what furniture are you looking for well we got rid of all of our living room furniture and then we moved one couch from another room in there, but it doesn't make sense. And then we bought these two recliners, but they're too big. They're actually getting picked back up today. We're going to send them back. So I think we need to get another sectional, but it's just like, it's just so annoying. So then we were looking, have you ever heard of Love Sack? Yeah. So we're like, this. We, That's what's blowing around in my yard right now is an off-brand Love Sack. That well, looks like Love Sack are couches. Day. They're not bean bags. Oh, I'm thinking of the giant things where when you sit in them, they swallow you. Oh. I'll show you what I'm thinking of. No, that's not it. 
um, these sectionals we're like, this is exactly what I want. Like you can switch them around because what we keep getting stuck with is we'll get a sectional and then we move and then it's like a different orientation, but you have to keep right. it the same. So this, you can like take the arms off, you can take the backs off, everything. And so they also make this. Yeah. So it's this one right here in the, oh, I guess this? you can't see my mouse. It's the second picture in is the couch. This one? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's nice. But and so then you, you can, can just. You can switch it around. You can make it a five, like five seats all the way across. Or, but to get the, con- yeah, to get the configuration that we would like to fit our whole family, it's like six thousand dollars. That's uh, that's a going rate for a high quality sectional. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I mean, I remember paying two thousand dollars for a used sectional in two thousand and. Four. You paid two thousand dollars for a used for used furniture for a used sectional because brand new it was like four or five thousand oh. dollars and that was fifteen years ago. When I bought mine from Bloomingdale's in Chicago downtown, it was twenty three hundred dollars. That yeah, that was a good deal. That was an amazing sectional. But when we bought one a few years ago, two years ago, it was twenty three hundred dollars for a sectional, and that's like the giant ones with the extra bit on them. Um, yeah. They are, and even like now, I'm searching for them now, and they're like twenty five hundred dollars. The so. one we bought was only eight hundred dollars, but it's not like the top of the line. But a top of the line one it will cost six thousand dollars. Yeah, I've I've not seen any store that they cost six thousand dollars. Oh, on. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I need to get a new sectional one. <laughs> yeah, maybe you need to shop at different stores. Yeah, but but I'm like that one's the perfect one. But I don't. But so you have a beanbag from Love Sack? No, ours is like a off-brand oh, okay. thing from Walmart. It's just a. Gotcha. It's not even quite a beanbag, but um, Booker likes to do parkour over it. Mm. So he left it in the yard, and it's now blowing around the yard. Oh, okay. Well, Keith did find another place that had these giant um, bean bags, and it it said it like. Fits two adults, fits several children, fits, like, all the stuff. And he's like, let's just get, like, three of these for our living room. <laughs> I know. Well, they look super comfortable. But the really hilarious thing about them, I should have showed this to you and I had, had it up on my screen, is that they come with ottomans. <laughs> like, what? your feet are not needing to go anywhere. <laughs> you are engulfed in this giant body-sized pillow. Yeah, like, that's weird. You don't need to rest your feet anywhere. It's really Strange. kind of Strange. Yeah. Very strange. Um, I've heard really good things about Article and heard that they have really good uh, price prices. And I think they have free shipping, too. You have to do them online. But Article, just just what it's... Article, and you should look up what, the, what a promo code is for it because I hear them advertised on podcasts all the time. Okay. So yeah. you could do Article slash Murder, probably, <laughs> and get, like, 10% off or something. Y'all have to look into it because that's the thing. Like, I mean, we have ex- exhausted all of the furniture stores. And so I did look last night and I saw some things. I'm like, oh, this is like, this seems fine. It's not too expensive because the kids are going to destroy the furniture. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, it seems fine. But then it, it was like the delivery date of September. And I was like, mm, that's a long time before. That, yeah, that is a long time. Um, we just, I was thinking about getting a new couch and then I found somebody to come clean it for $175 and I was like, that seems like a lot, but legit looks brand new. I mean, yeah. like all the grime for my kids is completely off of it. I'm like, children are not allowed to use this sectional anymore. <laughs> you have to eat on the floor. Yeah. Our problem wasn't that it was dirty. It was just that, that it didn't fit right in our space um Mm. so that's i mean so we sold it and um, yeah and you probably got a good price out of it right um we sold it for 950 yeah that's um, which we had it up for more because it was like come on this is yeah these are um i'm looking at the article couches now and they're a little fancier i think than what we would want for our house they're they're really nice but yeah they're Mm. they're 
pretty pricey. Alrighty. Yeah. So I need to go because I have to transition to my 130. That's fine. I need to go wash my head. I hear my shampoo has arrived. Good. I hope it's the right thing. Keep me updated. I will. On your, on your waxy buildup. <laughs> <laughs> and if uh, you listeners have any tips on how to get the wax out of my hair, please DM us on Instagram at What Are You Craving Podcast. Mm-hmm.